You know, today's pod is simply about energy. Because when it's flourishing, there is no ceiling. But what I've learned is that energy can become invasive and also wreak havoc in our life. You see, the thing is, energy manifests from within. That's the starting point. That's the center. That's the source. Have you ever heard of Japanese knotweed? No? Yes? Now, let me explain it. It's a highly invasive plant that grows rapidly, reaching impressive heights. It actually grows near me, and I remember I saw a sign, and it was like, beware, danger, and I was like, how could a plant be so dangerous? It's considered invasive for the way it grows. If it is left to itself, it can literally grow through concrete damaged buildings and infrastructures. It can literally depreciate the value of your home. It has <laughs> ruined some people's lives. I'm not trying to laugh at their pain, but that's just <laughs> how unique the plant is. And it also competes with other plant species and can cause damage to riverbeds. So you get the picture. Thing is, controlling this thing requires professionals to do it. Complexity and deep care while you remove it. Think about it. I want to come back to our emotions, to our center, to who we are. When we experience fear, anger, resentment, and resistance, all of these, they start within. But they can quickly manifest into many areas of our life, spreading, uprooting, and even tearing down our own infrastructures, the very things we have built. And it seems like these energies... Their motives are to destroy. That's why we often get afraid of them. We become anxious of them. But really what I realize is they just want our attention. And the only way for it to finally get us to clue in if we haven't been having that self-awareness is for it to become invasive. You ever been silent? Silent about your boundaries? Allow others to walk all over you? And then resentment brews up to the point it's unbearable and you erupt or maybe the relationship completely falls apart because you didn't say anything you couldn't salvage it you know the first time someone walks all over us we feel it but it's not that serious we give them the grace we give them the forgiveness the second time we're like huh and then the third time well now we have a pattern now we're feeling this energy and it multiplies and what happens if we ignore it? Ignoring that talk with our partner, our friend, family, our coworker, it can manifest and become invasive, invasive energy. It will take over our mind, body, and spirit. Now it's common knowledge that stress causes illness in the body. We know this. And that is a sign of invasive energy. Energy that has been buried too long to the point it becomes visible, even physical and just seeping into many areas of our life. You know, sometimes we find micro solutions, I guess we could say, to soothe these energies. Like, let's say we are upset with our partner since they haven't been giving us the attention we desire or require. But sometimes if we don't voice our concerns or feelings, what happens? Well, some people may get inspired to go on Instagram and scroll through their attractions. Maybe you start playing tag with someone, you know, a little like tag in the stories, innocent flirting with 
an online crush. Days go by, the desire grows because you're feeding it. Now you're sliding in a DM. Now we start to lean into emotionally cheating. And if that builds up, the daydreams then become physical. And this escalated all from a feeling of lack and frustration with our partner. Often we find band-aids for this energy, but we don't go to the root. An invasive energy, (laughs) band-aids don't work. What would have transpired if we just brought our concerns to our partner? If we were honest, maybe we would have found out that they had been dealing with something of their own that we were unaware of. And it could have been a moment for the two of us to come together and comfort one another. Or maybe they would have realized that they've been emotionally tapped out and they need to come back to the dynamic, to the relationship, to the union and be more present. Maybe they would have been like, you are right. I haven't been there for you. Or maybe it wouldn't have worked out. But regardless, without the communication, that energy becomes invasive and takes a root of its own. Just like the Japanese knotweed can uproot concrete and building infrastructure, invasive energy can uproot our relationships, our self-confidence, even our careers. Nobody just cheats on their partner off of like a split-second decision, you know? The idea may come to the mind quickly, but the action, that is an idea that manifests over time, you know, through repetition and bruise. You know, it's a sign that someone has been ignoring the root and instead they have been reaching for the simple toxic fruit. What is toxic fruit? Well, it's always there. It's always available. There's always a quick fix in the moment. We can always numb ourselves. Angry? Well, hit that bottle. Have a drink. Melt the pain away. What about sad? Well, self-harm. What about frustration? We overeat. All of these actions are just a manifestation of an energy that has become invasive. It's taken over our conscious mind and life. It's poured through our actions. Invasive energy is the manifestation of something that's already been brewing for a while. Remember that. But it's also the last final call. It's not here to destroy it. It's here to say, hey, pay attention to me. Heal me. When you accidentally caught somebody off on the street and the next thing you know, they are flipping you off in a rage and they start chasing you. Are they really that upset by a simple mistake? Or has their energy become so invasive because of something else? Most likely they have a lot of anger already bottled up, right? Like nobody's that angry just driving when someone cuts them off. They're already going through things and you cutting them off was the tipping point. But what if their energy was calm and healed and and they had a good system to process through their emotions day in and day out? You probably would have looked at each other. You would have said sorry. And they would have been like, okay, with a head nod and kind of like a little little grin saying, do better. This is why self-discovery is so important. Emotional intelligence, awareness, it is key. And that is exactly what we are doing. We are building ourselves up every single day. We are using these energies and these experiences to understand who we are. Being in tune with who we are. Being aware of what is affecting us and what is nurturing us. You know, some of us carry pain a little too well. We know how to bottle up anger and put a smile on our face. We know how to bury disrespect 
and turn our head the other way. But over time, all of this goes unnoticed and the energy will become invasive. It will get your attention at some point. Resistance may be born, a block in our creative energy. Things that once came so easy to us are now met with friction. And this is why we need communication, but first with ourselves. We must commute and be real with what we are feeling. Observe it, write it down. Write it down until you can vocalize it to yourself. Put it into art. Channel it through the gym. Go for a walk and think. And then create the necessary environment to express how you are feeling to the people that caused those energies. You notice we're talking about an environment here because communication needs the right environment to be effective. Why do people say things that they don't mean in fights? You know, fights can get extreme, right? I've been in fights before where I'm like, damn, I, that was cold. Like, where did that come from? The environment was hostile. And again, that invasive energy will take over. This is why couples go to therapy for the environment, for a medium. So there's a healthy foundation for them to express their true emotions. And we often forget to create this environment for ourselves. We may fill ourselves with distractions and noise. And how are we even going to be aware of what we have been carrying if we don't create the necessary environment to observe ourselves? We can go months, years of numbing ourselves, distracting ourselves until the energy finally says, F it. And it becomes invasive. And now everywhere we look, there's a manifestation of that anger. There's friction in our life. There's misalignments. And it's like when one domino falls, the rest follow sweet. And it's like when one domino falls, the rest follow in order. But like I said in the beginning, Japanese knotweed can be dealt with at the root by a professional. And the good thing is, guess what? We are the professionals. <laughs> There's nobody that's a better you. You are the professional at being you. Each day is an opportunity to connect and reflect, to develop healthy patterns and communicate. You understand? So we can develop these channels where our energy can flow into. The next time you feel something, observe it. Observe it. Use a positive mindset. Use the observer mind to look at the thinking mind. We'll talk about that in another podcast. But shift into a positive mindset and just simply ask, how can I learn from what I am feeling? How can I channel this? What is this teaching me? What will my response be? That moment you take that pause, you reflect, and that is how we nurture our roots or we can take the easy route and pick the toxic fruit. Invasive energy is just energy that needs our attention. We understand. And many of us know there's things within us we have been ignoring. Boundaries that we had to put up. And no matter how long we think we can continue to go on this path, one day it will say, hey, hey, <laughs> no more. It's time to deal with this. So I just say, let's get to the roots right away and nurture ourselves. And you don't know in hindsight, everything is going to be all right. It's a vibe ting that we powered by 
Tschüss.